0: It's not about limiting you, it's just about focusing you so you can know how to hook people into your world. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec.
1: Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Cindy. Cindy, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So give us a 5,000-foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Well, who
0: am I? I? Right now... All that I can think about is the fact that this week I'm going on a whitewater rafting trip, but that's really not what you care about, is it? But I'm so excited Give us your
1: about name it. and then the whitewater okay, rafting trip. Okay. We'll get into Okay,
0: that. That, that's what Kim talked about. My name is Cindy Schulson. I'm the founder of Marketing From Within, and I help coaches and consultants really stand out in this crazy, noisy Often annoying online world by marketing with heart versus hype. It's really about marketing that honors you and the people that you're here to serve. So that's really what I stand for, what I'm all about, and whitewater rafting.
1: <laughs> so we will totally get into whitewater rafting <laughs> and yeah. a bat, but no, yeah, I'm okay. kidding. So, how did you get into all of the, all of your business um, side of things?
0: Well, it's actually been. I started it in 2010, my coaching business.
1: Um,
0: I had been working in corporate, in strategic communications for Coke and Visa and global consulting firms. Like I I did the whole corporate thing, but I did it with a bit of a twist because I lived in countries like Vietnam and Singapore and Holland. So I got to like have fun with it as opposed to a lot of corporate people who are kind of like, can't wait to escape. Um, but then I had kids in my late 30s and left corporate for good mm-hmm. uh, and decided, yeah, it was a, it was a big decision because to be honest with you, Michelle, I was actually earning double what my husband was earning at the time. So we lived on very little for a while. Um, and I just decided, you know, I'm, I'm an older mom. I just want to really focus on my kids. And then I started my coaching business when my youngest was in preschool And he is now seventeen.
1: Nice. So it's been a while. Awesome. Thank you. Very exciting. So, and we'll get into Singapore. My (laughs) fabulous questions about that in a little bit. But when it comes to um, the coaching side of things, who do you love to work with? Who's your ideal client? Oh my goodness.
0: Well, the best part about being a coach who works with coaches Mm -hmm. is that. Well, there's a few things. Number one is you get to learn so much. Like the clients I work with are true experts in their area. So I've learned a lot about nonprofit world. I've learned about neuroscience. I've learned about how to have a healthy healthy marriage. So I love working with true experts who struggle because they're such experts to communicate what they do and the value of what they do. So it's really, that's where my background in messaging comes in, helping them communicate. message, but also the value. And I help them package their offer in a really tangible way because coaching is so bloody intangible, right? Like it's, it's air in a way, you know? (laughs) And so I help them really create what I call a client journey, which is your unique system to help your clients go from where they are to where they want to be. And we package that, we message it, we even create visuals to go with it. So you can take this fuzzy intangible thing and show people, here's the roadmap of what we're gonna do together. And when you have that clear roadmap, like your clients are more confident, they feel like, oh my gosh, this person has a system in place to get results. And many of my clients have actually doubled their prices just because of having that client journey because they're really communicating the value of what they do.
1: Nice. Absolutely. And where were you when I started? (laughs) Everybody go, oh, I feel so much better. I feel great. And it's like, that's not tangible. (laughs) That's not a value that I can attach a dollar to. So, and I think that there's a lot of coaches that are in that same position that they're, they know that they bring value. The clients know they bring value, but being able to articulate, it's not like you can say, hey, I made," you know, I doubled my revenue this month or, you know, there's no numerical aspect to it on at at first blush
0: and the thing is it's true too like it's one thing to say hey i can help you get these great results but it's another thing to kind of prove it like okay how how are you going to do that because there's so much skepticism and understandably so because Mm -hmm. there's let's face it the world of coaches is just skyrocketed Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people no offense if anybody here falls in this category (laughs) who like they're new and they take a program, they're like, Oh, I can teach that. And then off they go. And Mm -hmm. so we've all been burned, you know, and so people are skeptical. So it's really important when you're selling your services to build that trust, that credibility. And one of the best ways to do that, even if you're newer is through that client journey. So it's really about unpacking, unpacking your brilliance and putting it in a streamlined system and messaging it.
1: Absolutely. And when I was doing it, it was a lot easier because I said to my clients, well, when you go on stage and you accept your awards just thank me. And so they'd get on stage, they'd thank Michelle and everybody's like, who's Michelle? (laughs) What are you talking about? They're like, okay, so what does she do? Well, I don't know. You just got to call her, and that was my whole, <laughs> was my oh, whole marketing wow. plan, which was fantastic then. But I don't think you can really get away with that
0: now. <laughs> yeah, times have changed, haven't they? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for us dinosaurs. I,
1: yeah. So, so when somebody's new, how did they know what their client journey is if they don't have clients that are going on that journey yet?
0: Well, Well, because the thing is, it's about choosing a niche in which you have true expertise. It Mm all goes back to that, right? And it's going to evolve. It's going to change everything. And everybody wants to make it perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's going to keep my client journey keeps evolving. You know, my Mm -hmm. message keeps evolving. Like if you're those things aren't evolving, then you're not really in business. (laughs) You're not in business and you're not evolving, which is not a good thing, right? So we do, you know, it's really, this is, I have systems in place to help them unpack their brilliance. And then to be honest with you, a lot of them mess it up um, because there's too many steps or they're, they're not communicating. They're, they're still going into either the weeds where people get overwhelmed or they're using their sort of jargon, you know, technical stuff. People don't care about that, right? Like I was just meeting with a client. Oh, this is right up here, Ali Michelle. Mm-hmm. She is helping people um, with uh, funnels, yep. right? And I'm like, great. So what does that funnel do for them? And she's like, well, they're going to put the technology. They don't care about that. They just want to know this funnel is going to help them turn new leads into clients quicker. That's, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So we have to get out of our expert head sometimes and into our ideal client head. And I think that's where people get stuck is like, which hat am I wearing now? So we have to to design your client journey. You need your expert hat, but then to message it, you need your ideal client hat, if that made sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think one of the areas that I had the most difficulty with was to say that this is going to be your outcome because I'm like, well, when they come in, I don't know what their outcome is going to be. And so how do you get somebody to understand kind of that they have to be able to pinpoint an outcome? (laughs)
0: again with more experience you can refine that like when I started I couldn't say you'll be able to double the value of your program when you have a client journey because I hadn't tested it enough but when you have enough clients go through that to see that yes that's what happens then you can do it so you have to just you know I'm not a big believer in making false promises obviously we don't want to do that so you have to just start with where you're at and then refine it You know, like I work with a client right now. She's a a coach for dental practice owners and she helps them keep more of the money they make. And she has this amazing system in place to do that. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's get some numbers. How much more money? Because she's been doing it long enough to know when she started, could she make that claim? No. So don't make false claims just because some guru tells you to do that because it'll sell. You know, I I just don't, I don't buy that. Right. You've got to start with where you are and then build towards that.
1: Nice. Love that too. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that people are making before they come to you that you're finding going, Oh yeah, we're not doing that anymore.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So many. Well, from a messaging perspective is they're trying to speak to everybody. That's one Mm -hmm. of the biggest mistakes. I mean, trying to help everybody with everything. That's. Does not work as we know, right? Um, Using jargon, not speaking to the ideal conversation going on in the head of their ideal client, not putting on that ideal client hat versus expert hat, not packaging their services effectively. They're still selling their time or bundles of their time. And the new thing that I've been working on, which might be a common question, is um, I've been running this program that helps people create and fill their signature program. And that was a big, big tipping point in my own business. So the mistake, one of the mistakes there is A, selling your time, but B, not communicating the value of your offer and C, just launching all these different programs. Like, oh, okay, I have an idea here. I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try this, right? So we're launching all these different programs and what it actually does is confuses our market and dilutes our brand and doesn't mm-hmm. allow us to refine and build on our success. So one of the most important things, one of the big mistakes is rather than launching all these different things is create one core signature program you become known for, Mm -hmm. and then you can offer it over and over and over again. And that actually, Michelle allowed me to grow my business by 70% in one year, just by focusing on that one core signature program.
1: Nice. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's one of the biggest things that when people are new, they're trying to figure out what people want, going, hey, I have this expertise, but I don't really know if people want it or not. And because they're going, hey, I can be everything to anybody, and they're not niching it down into kind of a skill set or a, an outcome that their clients are going to get, it becomes really difficult to see their business as, hey, I'm going to have this one, you know, core program that I'm going to offer. Right. And i uh, Think even myself, that was one of the biggest mistakes I made was because I didn't just pick a niche and stick to it. I could have been, you know, this is how you speak from stage, this is how you gain confidence, this is how you I'd just pick one of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one yeah. it is, as long as it's a skill or an outcome. That and, and that you like absolutely.
0: To do. So like one niche, one message, one offer, one conversion mechanism, you know, one marketing strategy, just focus. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to do, but boy, does it pay off! Because then we keep getting better instead of jumping all around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, without giving us your secret sauce, when somebody's working with you, what does that look like? How do they kind of hone in on what's going on for them?
0: Well, it, I do have two. So I have I have one signature program I ran for years, mm-hmm. back to back, and um, that's where I help them create their niche, their message, and their client journey. And I actually, um, I ran it as a group for many years and I've since changed that up for the moment where I've turned it into a mini private coaching program, which I love. So now people can join at any time without having to wait for the group to start. And the other program that I've been running is like my, my new core signature program, which is Signature Program Success. So that's where I help them you know, design, create and fill and create their signature program. So those are my main programs. Of course, I work with people privately as well. But uh, yeah, that's the power of focus. Just having the two, you know, just got one thing, get it really going good, monetize really good. And then you can add something else after, as opposed to just throwing it all against the wall. Does that make
1: sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Awesome. And I know I still have this affinity towards <laughs> towards generalized program. I mean, even my podcast is the business ownership podcast. I mean, it couldn't be a broader scope of <laughs> it's just for entrepreneurs. It's awesome. So, and, and I get the whole bringing your skill set into, into it. Um, so give me an example of that. Cause I'm just for fun and gig for An example, if you were to work with me and you were to look at the podcast and go, oh, you know, you really need to niche in on this. What kind of things would you be looking at besides my past experience? Because that was in public speaking. It was in personal development. It was in mindset. It was in, you know, helping uh, executive coaching in particular. We worked on marketing. We worked on teams. We worked on leadership. I mean, there's just so many things that you could bring in there that I'm assuming (laughs) it's going to be that way for a lot of people, either they feel like they have nothing to count on or they have too much to count on. Yeah. And I see that a
0: lot because I, I tend to work with really smart people like you, right. (laughs) Who have like this great background. So you're right. We have to definitely look at, at, at expertise, right. And your past experiences, but we have to align them with two things. Number one, your passions, Because I have seen too many times where somebody says, this is what I should do because it makes sense. It looks good on paper, but their heart's not in it. They're not passionate about it. It's not sustainable. So that's really, really important. In fact, I will say to people after like we come up to a decision on a niche, I said, I want you to sit with this. And on our next call, you'll let me know, are you still as excited about it as you are in this moment? Don't go to your head, just listen into your heart because it might sound great, but I want that passion there. Okay. Cause it comes through your energy comes through. And then the, we also have to align it with what people are looking for. Right. right. We have to do that. And then we have to also think, okay, great. So this is my hook, Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. That's your hook that you're going to get known for. It doesn't mean you're not going to help them with the other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like, it's not about limiting you. It's just about focusing you so you can know how to hook people into your world. And my hook has evolved over the years and that will evolve. Like when I first business was called attract your niche, I helped with niche. Then I moved on to my hook was message. Now I'm moving on and my hook is the offer because I keep working with more sophisticated people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just got to find the hook that feels right for you knowing that you'll help them through your client journey
1: with the other areas too. Nice. I love it. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories of one of your clients. Cinderella stories. That's so funny. My mom used to call me
0: Cinderella. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're asking me for a Cinderella story. Okay. I'll think of one of my clients, Michelle Bailey, who I just adore. She just messaged me yesterday to say hi. So she is a doctor and she helps doctors who want to find a non-clinical career. Wow. Yeah. And just by honing in on that niche was huge, right? Because at first she was going to help doctors with like self-care and all this stuff, but she we decided to hone in on that. And then what we did was we actually created our client journey and we packaged it into her signature program. We filled it as a pilot, which is how I teach it. And now we're relaunching it as a group coaching program. Love. And yeah. So though I just love when like, and she's so excited about it and people are seeking her out for it now. Her name is Michelle Bailey. If you want to go check her out, she's
1: amazing. Nice. I love that. Yeah. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody has when they go, Oh my God, Cindy, I need you so badly.
0: They don't, the biggest one that people have been coming to me for are the two things that I say, focus on the message and the offer.
1: So it could they just be, don't have a message. They, and they don't have an a, offer. I
0: don't know how to explain <laughs> what I do. And the biggest one though, I can't communicate the value of my offer. If you're not, if you're trying to sell your services and it's not converting, it's mm-hmm. typically because they don't see the value of your offer. And that's why having that
1: client journey is so important right? Love yeah. that. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you?
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, well, they can certainly go to my website, marketingfromwithin.com. I actually have a page there called free. I have a whole bunch of free gifts. I have my brand message template. I have my signature program template. Uh, I don't even remember what else I have there, but there's all, cause we've talked about, so whether you're struggling with message, get that. If you're struggling with your, um, Your signature program get that. So depending on which one you're struggling with, you can go in and get those free gifts. Love that.
1: Awesome. So I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
0: Oh my gosh, I actually come from four generations of entrepreneurs.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I'm the. Let's see, did I do that math right? No, I I screwed that up. My grandfather Mm -hmm. was an entrepreneur. My dad, my mom, Mm -hmm. my brother, and me. Nice everybody in my family was an entrepreneur.
1: So, so what was, I was kind the very first one you did? What was your first business?
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, it was years ago. I started selling um, consignment sellers of clothing with my boyfriend when I was 17 years old. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we had a friend who owned a dress shop and we would take her clothes and we would go and sell them and make money uh, whatever that was my very first thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I love that yeah, yeah we had fun awesome and is there any kind of situations that you had along your entrepreneurial journey that you can now laugh at Oh, my
0: gosh, every day. I mean, seriously, I mean, I just screwed up last week, right? I mean, constantly, you know, it's so funny, because here I am preaching about just focus on that one signature program. So many times before I had that light bulb, where I would launch all these bloody mini programs, all the effort to create the program, to market it, to lead it. And, And I look back at my numbers, and it was like, it was a trickle. Of, oh. of my income and when I said focus on that one signature program and the way that I teach it Michelle just so you know mm-hmm. is we take the client journey yep. we design the client journey and then we pull a section out of that to become the signature program so now we can sell the signature program and seamlessly invite people into our next step program which is the next stages of, of the client journey so you're actually creating greater transformation and earning a lot more income but the biggest mistake I kept making was selling all these different mini programs that got me nowhere.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I can see that so vividly when, when people hone in on that signature program that they're just they're rocking it. And it's like, oh, yes, this is the way it's meant to be. And mm. people quit, quit beating themselves up going, oh, maybe I'm not a good speaker. Maybe I'm not good at putting butts and seats. Maybe I'm not good at like, I shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Maybe I should just go get a job. It's like, no. Nah you just haven't honed in on your signature talk yeah it's so so important good for you yeah and so you're you're preaching to the choir and i am excited for everybody listening to this because i think as well it to me it almost doesn't matter what somebody does they could be an electrician a painter a you know candlestick banker when they can figure out how to create a program that they can sell and become a consultant to it it changes their business dynamics it changes how they market online it changes you know you can still be selling electrical and still have your company in the back end but being the front of it i think will make a immense difference in in the world that, that we live in now where so much of it is digital and online and and getting clients and all that kind of fun stuff
0: yep well said Well said. Can we talk about whitewater rafting now? No kidding. Yes.
1: (laughs) So where are you going?
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm such a 12-year-old. Um, no, I'm so excited because I'm 57 at this time, right? Uh right. Okay. And (laughs) I have today, as of today, and I have wanted to do this for years. And it's like, okay, I better do this now before like I can't get in the bloody raft, right? Uh So I am we're going um to just outside Yosemite. It's called the Tuolumne River hmm. And yeah, and I got my boys to come, and we're just going to spend like how many eight hours just rafting down this crazy set of rapids, which I'm so excited about.
1: Nice. Do you know what class there?
0: I don't know. It's more advanced class.
1: But. <laughs> okay. So it's not like horrific. You know, Devil's Canyon kind of thing, or we'll don't see. Know.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I know I'm sure I have That's to sign funny. some liability waivers, but we'll see. If you That's see me funny. in like a cast, you'll you'll know. <laughs> well,
1: it, it is July, so you're probably still getting some serious whitewater going on. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I used to be an avid whitewater rafter and really? love. Really?
0: Oh
1: love, love. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh. we we'd go. I, I lived in the mountains and we'd go whitewater rafting. We'd go rock climbing. We'd go, it's just, uh, That's I'm so awesome. excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yay.
0: Yeah. We got to have fun, you know, like, right? I don't know. I mean, I used to have such a great adventurous life, like, living in all these different places and then you have kids and you have different kinds of adventures and you know our business is a great adventure like to me running a business is the best adventure because of all the different people you get to work with and the different things you get to try it's awesome but we also have to have some personal adventures too so i'm excited exactly. about what's you coming up
1: dip the little short ones in every once in a while then that- set you on fire or yeah you in cold water <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah. well i hope you get a chance to get out of the boat and do some swimming and oh yeah uh, intentionally and maybe <laughs> <not> intentionally. <laughs> sometimes yeah. that's most fun too yeah awesome tinny you have been absolutely awesome thank you so much for your time i appreciate it i know how valuable it is any last words for our peeps
0: Yeah, just, you know, my main motto in my business is build on your success. So whatever success you're bringing into your business, leverage that. I I have to tell you a real quick story for the, I started studying coaching in 2008 and I spent two years spinning my wheels. I never once thought about the fact that I had 10 years of strategic marketing and communications experience that I could leverage in my business. It didn't even dawn on me. So build on your success that you bring into your business and then keep building on your successes as you grow your business. Instead of jumping from one niche to another or one offer to another, just stay focused and keep building and improving it. And you will see amazing results.
1: Beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and join our Facebook group, Business Ownership Secrets to Scaling. We love to connect with you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.